0: Hey there folks, it's Chris Hargraves here from tipsforlawyers.com and welcome to the Tips For Lawyers Show. Today I'm not sure how long we're gonna take. I don't think it'll take too long. What I wanted to do was give you some straightforward tips that you can take away right now and you can start drafting better legal letters. It's as simple as that. Most lawyers want to draft better, they want to write better, they want to communicate better, but how do they actually go about doing it? Well today I'm going to give you some simple, simple strategies to actually get you through from formulating what you need to do to the end, and there aren't going to be that many of them. It's really going to be quite straightforward. Let's start with the obvious. The first point is you need to have a point. If you don't know what the point of your letter is, if you don't know what the absolute total point of the letter is, then you aren't going to write a very good letter. You're going to waffle. You're going to not know where you're headed. You're not going to know what you're doing. So I strongly encourage you, have a point. Actually define the point. You don't need to write it down, but you need to think, what is the point of this letter? What am I hoping to achieve? Are you hoping to make a point? Are you hoping to persuade someone with something? Are you hoping to get some information? Are you hoping to respond to something? What is the point of the letter that you are actually seeking to make? The second thing is this, and it's particularly the case for longer legal letters. What you want to do is you want to actually have a framework. You want to have a shape. You want to have an arc. If you were uh, writing a book, then you would have an arc. You would have a beginning, an introduction, a middle where the substance and the content was, and an end where you tied up the loose ends. In the case of a legal letter, that's not what you're going to do necessarily. What you're going to have is you're going to have a framework by which you establish the point that you articulated. the first step so if you have a point then you might have a number of issues that you need to address in order to get to that point you can go through those issues now i want to caution you here i'm going to come back to this in the next step which is to avoid going over the top think of it fairly draconian like what are you actually hoping to achieve and what do you need to achieve to do that not just what would be nice to put in there. In particular, think, do I need this section only for butt covering or do I need it for some kind of actual tangible purpose? So number two is have a framework for your communication. After you have a framework, of course, the next step is to actually fill in the pieces, and this is where you can go to town. You fill in the pieces, you articulate with great clarity and succinctness, all of those areas that you have been researching or pondering on or thinking about or discussing over the last whatever period of time it's been. Now, with this particular situation though, what you're going to be inclined to do is you're going to be inclined to write more than you have to. Again, keep referring back to the point. If you don't have to say it to establish the point, then I strongly suggest you don't say it at all. And the reason for that is the more you say that is off topic, the less well sheeted home your point is going to be. It's going to dilute your point. If you think about your point as one drop in an ocean, if you add more and more of that ocean into your letter, the drop is going to get diluted, it's going to get lost, it's going to be harder to notice. So be very cautious about how you go about ascertaining what is necessary to be in your legal communications because I think a lot of us are on the side of writing more rather than less and Sometimes that happens for a few different reasons, but often it's because we convince ourselves that we need to say everything that went into the process of getting to the conclusion that is being communicated in our letter. And that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes it is, but it's not necessarily the case. So think back to what your point was. If your principal point is getting diluted because you're including too much information, then consider what actually needs to be included versus doesn't need to be included. And the fourth and final thing I want to encourage you to do today is to put the letter down. After you've written it, don't just put it into the mail or up to your part of a signing or something, put it down for half an hour, unless it's urgent, obviously. Put it down for half an hour to an hour to half a day, and think about other things. Then come back to it, reread it. That is when you will catch the typos. That is where you will catch these issues that have crept in that are perhaps diluting your point. This is where you will catch those redundant phrases that we so happily and automatically put into things like we note that and we advise that and you'll notice all the Latin if you're of a ilk that's going to do that. Now, what you need to do is you need to put it down, you need to let your brain occupy it with something else and then you need to come back fresh, if at all humanly possible, and you need to reread it word for word and you need to actually then go through it, referring back to the point. What was the point? Have you made the point? Have you given them something to go away with that they actually have to do? All those sorts of fundamentals of letter writing. And that leads us in nicely to the last thing, which is what has your letter concluded with? If the letter hasn't concluded with something that you want the other person to do, then you need to consider whether you've actually achieved the purpose. If you want information, and you start the letter with that point in mind, it's good to tie the letter off at the other end with that in mind as well. As if with anything, if you want a demand, then put a time frame on it for a response. If you want someone to provide you or respond to you, then put a time frame on it for a response. And this is so for two reasons. Firstly, so they know what it is you want them to do, and so that you can put it in your diary as to when to follow them up next. So that is the five, turns out it was five, that is the five fairly straightforward ways that you can improve your letter writing out of sight very simply by following those five steps and i encourage you to do it if you've got any other tips let us know in the comments otherwise that's it for today